Kicking it off, I uh, just want to say, I told you so, Katie and Derek. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. They had no chance. She's trifling in these streets. Okay. Um, <laughs> so actual conversation. Uh, there is oh, no. so much to talk about with Katie and Derek um, for this reunion episode. I think at the end of the last podcasts, we basically all had the same opinion that they were probably going to say yes, but break up in the time that uh, the time between the decision day and reunion. Mm-hmm. And I gave them at least a year. <laughs> really? Oh. I did. Oh, mm-hmm. I was wrong. You believed in love. <laughs> I, I, I see. I see you. Um, Wasn't it like two weeks into them living together? Yeah. Well, that's what they said that. <laughs> And like you could see her like indecision on decision day. Like he he said all these nice things and she looked at him and she fell right back into that trap of like, well, maybe. And then <laughs> here we are two weeks later. <laughs> like, girl, you already know what the problems were. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you trying to do? I really. But at the same time, she did basically say, I'm going to break up with you while they're at the water. And they <laughs> oh, that yeah, laughing. I forgot. <laughs> no <sighs> mystery of it. <laughs> like. She did. She gave all the warnings. She made it very clear. Um, So to kind of rehash over the reunion episode, we find out that um, she cheated on Derek with her ex, the one that was mentioned many times in this uh, season. Uh, We also found out that they uh, continue to live with each other because they have the lease. Uh, even after they decided to be friends um, and uh, also discovered that someone on the cast told Derek that she cheated while they were filming, I think after the honeymoon is what he said. And he was very, he didn't want to reveal the identity and he was uh, being very uh, cautious and protecting that person's Mm -hmm. identity. So Let's get to it. What do you? Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, on this train wreck? <laughs> <laughs> train wreck, really? Though, um, I I was disappointed, honestly. Like I was with Derek on the question. Then why did you even say yes on decision day if two weeks? Li- well, one week later you slept with your ex, and two weeks later you want to get separated and eventually get divorced. Like you obviously knew this two weeks ago then mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. i was just so shocked by everything even though i know i shouldn't have been i was just so shocked by how quickly it just like all like flipped and yeah. it was just like so frustrating to be like where is this what is what's happening <laughs> for sure yeah yeah and like we talked so much about her ex and how that was going to go and you know where like we really needed her to be completely committed to being married so that she could leave that in the past and really give it a shot i don't think she ever really did i think she yeah. was half in each relationship and there were moments where it seemed like her and derek were so promising and they really did have some good um foundation that they were building like they were having all these moments of like being able to address issues together like the stuff about um like him putting her on his insurance and him talking to her family to get family photos and uh you know all the the fights that they were able to somehow resolve and then move on from still and then this is the the way it ends up like it they had so much potential but i think we're really seeing that 
Katie in particular was not ready for this. And she was not ready to, she was not open-minded. She was not, you know, ready to put in the work and put her ego aside and like try to grow and learn. And I, I never would have thought that she was the one I'd be the hardest on at the end of this. Cause you know, I've been like team man, child, Derek, like just giving him a <laughs> time. I felt like that would be the issue, but it was really her. Like he was actually pretty chill the whole time. Yeah. And like, he wasn't perfect, but like overall, I feel like she contributed to most of their issues and he was surprisingly you know, respect receptive to her being like such a jerk sometimes. Too much. I'm like, too much oh my God, receptive. It, yeah. Like it it felt ironically she mentioned the whole never been in love thing. And I think we earlier in the season we kinda had a we I think we did a really good job of breaking down. Maybe it wasn't the whole love situation. Maybe she was concerned that he's never had a serious relationship in the past that he was willing to fight for. I think that actually, because of that naivete, he didn't realize how bad of a relationship this was. Like I I yeah. am so worried. No. Good point. Like I think if she didn't go to this extreme, he would have continued to try to make it work and apologize for her bad behavior and all the yeah. awfulness. Yeah. I feel like she was just so upset that he wasn't this certain type of guy and she just beat him over the head with that. Like, like wanting him to be a different person and punishing him for not being that person. And like, that was where she put her frustration, like the way that Zach did the opposite and he just completely withdrew into his little hermit shell. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. Katie was just like, no, screw you. And like put all this aggression, I mean, hopefully not physical aggression, but just like anger was so directed at him all the time. Mm-hmm. And so like a part of me was just surprised. Like you could tell in the, at the reunion, like he was way past his breaking point with her. He was over it and he was finally, he fine. he finally. Was but like, I was surprised he didn't get to that point earlier. Cause she was really not treating him well. Mm-hmm. I will say it seemed to me like Katie was more about the infatuation because she kept mentioning yeah. this is how I know what love feels like. This is what this is not it. I know I've been in love before and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It sounded to me like she was more focused on while well, I'm supposed to be all giddy about this person all the time. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be so easy. I'm supposed to be over the moon. And Yes, yeah. it sounds like you may have had some sort of love for someone in the past, but also sounds a lot like infatuation because mm-hmm. you saw them very attractive in the beginning. They, you know, had these kind of like maybe it's like suave moments. I don't really know what it was, but she was just so much about like similarly, ironically, also mm-hmm. to Zach in the sense that I'm supposed to like him right away. I'm supposed to, you know, no doubts about it. Want to be jumping into the deep end. And ironically, who goes on a date together? Anyways, that's for later. (laughs) Um, I will say though, about Derek, I was um, hoping, I guess, for a little more out of him. So he clearly was hurt. He, I don't know if it's heartbroken, but he was hurt in this relationship. And he definitely took a lot out on Katie during the show. It sounds like they had reunion, like they had met up with each other at some point in the past, you know, had dinner before the reunion and planned out what they're going to talk about, et cetera. But- <laughs> you mean she tried to threaten him to not mention the cheating? <laughs> like, look at Katie Mobster. She's like five foot zero and you're going to be threatening people out here. Like, really? 
Listen, I know where you live. <laughs> like, what is she, 80 pounds? He- like, what? Like, you're, you're threatening people? Really? I'm supposed to be intimidated by this? Lord. Hey, if you can get someone's mind. <laughs> don't don't underestimate people. <laughs> Art of war here. I see. I see. But, yeah. but I also, like, there have, there have been times that we saw Derek be a little more mature and a little more, like, I got this. And then he kind of just, like, which I also felt bad. He kind of just, like, spent the entire... The reunion episode just like lashing out at Katie, like you hurt me, but not actually saying those words. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he kind of like try to play it off, like no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. You you didn't hurt me, but I'm gonna be nasty to you because you hurt me. I'm like, okay. <sighs> I have. Yeah. I have two points on them. Two. They're both theories that I'd like to float out to you guys and see what you what you think. Um, Are they conspiracy theories? They're not conspiracy theories. Well, they kind of, I guess. As close as we get to that <laughs> in this type of show. Um, but the first theory was, I think, and I have no proof to just to justify this, so this is just me wildly speculating, but I think part of the reason why she was on this show in the first place was she confessed her feelings to said ex, the ex did not reciprocate. And then she goes, all right, then forget you. I don't need you. Applies to this show, gets on the show. Yay, wonderful. She's on the show. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I don't know, like my Greek all of a sudden? I don't know what that accent was, but, um, and then gets on the show, the ex mentions Oh, I still have feelings for you. And now she basically was putting Derek in a situation that he had to win her over. She's mentioned this a few different times. Oh my God. You need to win me over. Essentially, I'm already taken. I have this person that I like. You have to convince me that you're worth keeping. Um, and I don't know if, if, well, I'll just end it there. So what do you think about my theory? Do you think there's anything there? to this suspicion or am I just wildly, uh, I'm just grasping for straws here. I mean, I don't, I definitely don't think that she was ready for this experience. Mm -hmm. And so it, when it doesn't seem that far fetched to me to say like, yeah, maybe she applied for this show kind of on a whim after, uh, a a breakup or just a disagreement with her ex. And cause it seems like they weren't like totally out of each other's lives (laughs) until really her wedding day. And so, like that that's not a good place to be in to start a new relationship particularly a marriage <laughs> someone you don't know yet you're like turning your life upside down yeah. and you're really not emotionally ready for something like that so i could i could maybe see it i think from what i remember in you know the first few episodes she was really like that's why her and her ex didn't work out she wanted marriage and he was not there yet so it could have been on a whim but at the end of the day, she was very much fixated on, I am ready for marriage. I may only be 26, but I know what I want in life. Mm-hmm. I am ready to settle down. However, when we kind of go through the season, you don't actually want marriage, do you? You kind of want a date. You want to flirt. You want to mm-hmm. have fun. You want to live your life. And you want someone to chase you and like all of these things of mm-hmm. dating, not actual commitment. Mm-hmm. And it may very well be she was on that I just got my heart broken. 
because I wanted to move on to the next step. So I'm applying. And then as the phases of, you know, breakup and getting over that breakup go through, she's like, maybe, you know, that's not what I wanted. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the parts of the reunion episode that kind of made me laugh really hard was when Derek turned to her and he was, he just kind of like nodded over. He was like, yeah, she made it really easy not to fall in love with her. She did. And I was like, damn, that's, that's real. Because like, hmm. that's his whole storyline is like, you know, I want to fall in love. I want to have my true love story and all this kind of fairy tale stuff. And she was like actively fighting against that the yeah. entire time. Yeah. And I, I wonder how much of it is because she was paired specifically with Derek, who's a, you know, in it specific with all his specific person with all his little quirks and everything, or if it's just that she wasn't ready for this whole thing and she thought this is what she wanted. And in the midst of it was like, marriage is really the thing you're not ready for, but we're just going to say that like, no, Derek was the wrong fit, but yeah, I'm still ready for marriage. It's just, it's all the, the men of the world. It's their problem that they're not good enough or ready for like, me or something because you're totally right her actions she like seems she wants that chase she wants to like be going out she wants to be doing all the adventures and stuff and like that's that's totally that can be part of being in a relationship and being in a marriage totally mm -hmm. but it's hard to imagine her you know talking seriously about like having a family or like doing the kind of serious things that would come along with marriage where it's much more like yeah, we're like picking an area to settle down into, or maybe like buying a home sometime. We're talking about uh, finances and all sorts of boring stuff, but like that's that's what marriage would be. Hmm. But that then, it yeah, there seems to be a mismatch between what she says she wants and what it seems like she actually did want to go after. So like, of course, we're going to end up at this at the end of the road where you're both upset. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't actually going for the same thing. I, I love how you guys are, you guys are really giving her the benefit of the doubt. And that's awesome. <laughs> and like, I, I appreciate like, that's part of the reason why I, I enjoy doing this is like, I, I think, yeah, we give them benefit. We try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, I'm but she's faultless. I'm saying like, that's where she went wrong. <laughs> oh, like, oh, don't that worry. Don't worry. You don't, you can give her the benefit of the doubt. I do not. Like, I think she is, she reminds me of like when kids are trying to lie to you or like, and like they think they're being really clever and they're being really smart, but you can tell and you just kind of let it happen. And you're like, okay, yeah, no, you're, you're right. You totally didn't finish your, your uh, Halloween candy and you can see it like in their back pocket or something. Like I really think in her head, she was thinking like, oh, I got to make him chase me. Oh, if I do this, the ex is going to want me more and blah, blah, blah. And then you end up with no one and you end up looking like an, an idiot and end up awful. Like that conversation she had when they were at the, the dock or with the making the little locket, there is no way you can tell me she didn't, she knew what she was doing. She was trying to let him know I have options. That was her theory. Her her whole thing is I have options. You need to chase me. You need to pursue me. Meanwhile, uh, we'll get to this later. But like she she literally puts nothing into the relationship. And I love that the host asked her like, mm -hmm. "What did you do?" And she gave a bunch of non answers about I initiated. 
I initiated hard conversations. What? What what did you do tangibly to help? But that's aside from the fact. (laughs) So I think in her head, she really thought she was playing this 3D chess situation. And it's just baby, baby math, like, like just transparent and easy. And I just found it so frustrating to see. And even the like during the reunion episode, she refused to take blame. She was like, well, you know, he he, there's a lot of things that he could have done better. You cheated. You cheated. Oh, he could have he wasn't he was going out a little bit more. So I didn't feel happy about it. How does that change the fact that she was the one who cheated? And even the storyline of he we don't really know, but he mentions that basically she told the she told him he wanted to she wanted to take a break and be friends and then weeks later he discovers that's because she cheated and felt guilty like all this little come on like if you don't want to be in it it's fine just leave don't try to play this little game you're not fooling anybody here yeah well here's the thing though is Again, she's trying to paint this picture that she was the mature one. And because Derek was so immature, she couldn't handle him and manage all his childishness. And so she was out of there. When the reality is she freaking loves drama and she is a drama queen and she is childish in a lot of ways and the way that she responds to things. And that is completely at odds with how she sees herself. So like, there's a lot of stuff where she is fighting herself on it. Where like, the way that she wants him to chase her, I don't think that's just like, hey, like I I made dinner for you and it's like your favorite food or something. Or I, you know, set up this thing for us to do. She wants it to be like the roller coaster of emotions that like typically happen in younger relationships, you know, where it's just like, oh, I like punched a guy in the face at a bar for you. Like that kind of BS where it's just like, oh my God, he was like looking out for me or something. Like, I feel like that's something that she would be really like into as like messed up as that is, where it's, it really, it just gets to the, the base of it. She wants to be absolutely sure that the person she, she is with cares about her and like wants her and The only way she'll believe it is if it's a super extreme thing that this person is doing. Mm -hmm. And so what her ex did when he was just like, actually, I do want you. I do love you. I do see a future with you. And she's about to get married. That probably made her like him even more than than he was like straight up like, yeah, no, I don't know. (laughs) Like the drama's done then. Yeah. But like you, I just can't because she never set herself up to be successful. And she also set up Derek to just be disappointed. I got the impression that she just wasn't being in the moment a lot. And I know we've talked about this because she was like so fixated on, should I go back to my ex? You know, should I stay with Derek, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I felt like we didn't, and this actually happened with a lot of couples, we didn't really get to see the real Katie just exist, Mm -hmm. you know, in this relationship. And it ended up to their downfall, right? You have a relationship you're trying to think too much through and calculate how it's supposed to work. And well, I don't actually have both possibilities, her ex and Derek in front of me. So I'm just going to like try to think of what it would be like with both. And it's just like, you're just doing too much. Mm. You only have one life to live. You have one day at a time. Just please live in it. Mm. 
and let things happen as you best would make you happy, like go with it. Mm -hmm. And it kind of felt like she just wasn't really doing that a lot. Yeah. Do you guys think that she was cheating on Derek like throughout the um, like the, the time that they were filming and right after the honeymoon, like that was kind of alleged and she denied it? I also think it was that told Derek. That... Oh, who told Derek? I... Yeah. I mean, Mika was like, it wasn't me. So <laughs> clearly it was one of the girls. Right. I don't know. Was it though? Like, yeah. Like who it, would she tell? It could have been the cat. It could have been producers. Technically too. Well, no, The way Derek was like, yeah, it was one of the other cast members, but I'm not going to name oh, them. Okay. Want to pick up. Oh, okay. I, I don't even know who it could be. I thought about it, but. And then the actually the first thing I thought of when he said that it was another cast member, I was like, I hope it's not one of the girls because you all got tattoos together. Like you have this bond for life. Like, I mean, and now we're seeing multiple times that Katie is going to get drinks with the husband who never wanted to show up in the house. And, you know, some other girl may be telling mm -hmm. Katie's business about which may or may not be true to Derek. It's just like there's a whole lot of drama right now going around with these girls yeah. if it is yeah yeah girls like can yeah. you even imagine being like like just hanging out with taylor and like the way that some of the stuff that she did with like the video and everything like to her that was okay so when you talk about your relationships and your experience on the show how do you not address that like no one on the show was was perfect of course but yeah. it, it's hard to it's hard to imagine how those must have gone or even like how Katie and Taylor probably have a little bit of beef because of the drama at that like little weekend thing where supposedly Taylor and Derek were flirting in air quotes. But I don't think if anything, it'd be like Katie in her own head being like, oh, he and, and you did say this actually when we were talking about that. It'd be like Katie's nervous that her partner is going to like Taylor more. Taylor, I don't think cares, you know, because well, yeah, it's just both one yeah. It's imaginary. <laughs> it's yeah. imaginary drama here. Yeah. To answer your initial question, though, I don't think uh, she did physically. But I, like, clearly there was communication going on between her and her ex. Um, so I, I think that was a larger factor than even Derek knew because when you think about it, like she was so hot and cold, I'm starting to like, now that I think about it, was it she cold because the ex said some, you know, you're the only girl for me. I miss you, blah, 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 blah. And now she's looking at Derek, like he's in the way of true love. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm looking at her pea sized brain at this point. I'm just like, like she could, this that's mean. I apologize, but it's just it. It was so frustrating seeing that, mm -hmm. and um, so yeah, I I will say no. But yeah, other forms of cheating. I don't know. I don't. I don't really think so. Only because it was only two months in the grand scheme of things, and if she's gonna go sleep with him a week after filming, like she probably really missed him and is like reaching out right away. Mm -hmm. Like if that's or he reached out to her, I don't really know, mm -hmm. but. It sounded like a lot of the conversations she had, like Pastor Cal and the girls in the um, bachelorette party, she just missed him a lot. And so if she's going to miss him a lot, it's probably because she's not with him a lot or, mm. you know, communicating yeah. with him a lot. So yeah. it just kind of gave me the impression that she just always thought about him and almost became like fixated about what could be and did I make a mistake? 
And so as soon as filming was done, she's like, all right, now I really got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could totally see that. That seems a lot more. Yeah, like it's a lot. You remember all the good things and you romanticized a previous relationship. And I could see I could mm-hmm. see that for sure. Yeah. What do you think, Ashley? Um. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I believe that she went and like slept with him right after the honeymoon or like when at least they were filming. Mm-hmm. But I could definitely see that she maybe had some communication with him still. I think that might have communi- or kind of shown up in the hot and cold way that she was treating Derek, where it was like, if things are looking promising with the ex, then she's more critical towards Derek. Mm-hmm. If it's not looking super promising with the ex, then all of a sudden her future with Derek is so bright and she's all about him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're having all these good moments. I could, I could see how that might play out, whereas she's kind of just like weighing her options. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's hard to it's hard for me to believe that she was out like sleeping with him or like doing that kind of stuff. It, I don't know. That just seems like a stretch to me, but I I have to say I did do a little bit of um, snooping around on her Instagram and like reading up on her, like everything that's happened since the show. Mm -hmm. And apparently now she's, she's dating someone new and it's a, it's been a little bit, a little bit of time, but she's now dating a 28 year old air force officer and when I saw that, I was like, Agu is going to see, to say, I told you so, because she, you, you kept saying that she might like want to be with an older guy yeah. who's maybe a little yeah. bit more mature. Like it, it, they seem to be like, they're a cute couple and they seem very happy with each other. But I was that's like, kinda... that's, I mean, for you, Agu, you're right. <laughs> oh yeah. He's 28. How old is he? 28. And she's, yeah. she's what, 25 or 26? She's 26, I think. Right. Okay. And this would have been so maybe approaching twenty-seven now. I was kind of thinking a lot older though. I was kind of thinking like someone like thirty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> like I was thinking a decade or something. Maybe. Um, and the other thing that I saw, which made me laugh, is if you remember AJ from season eight. Um, so he actually defended her a little bit, and so if you remember, AJ was the one who did. was like real bitchy to production and like was just mm-hmm. kind of just taking out his stress in all the wrong ways. He could do it um, filming much better than better than everybody there. Did you know? Um, (laughs) He, he defended Katie saying that I think they had like some brief exchange or something. And he, he liked her and he said uh, he thought she got a shitty edit that they had, you know, painted her out to be the villain. I was like, look, if, if, If that's the scraps of what they put together to make for villain, that's plenty. We understand. We see Katie fully. You don't need, you don't need to act like that was like yeah. some little puzzle they put together yeah. for us of like, oh no, actually she was this wonderful person and super kind and, and gentle the whole time. Honestly, <laughs> I think I think the host could have been harder on her. Like I think Yeah. He was a lot harder on Michael and Brandon, who's not even there, than he was on her. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking, well, oh, no, I actually, so speaking of the host specifically, um, when they did have the conversation, though, it seemed like he was like really trying to get the most out of Katie and Derek. Be like, listen, we want you to air in. Derek like took to it. He's like, yeah, we may have talked about not talking about a whole lot, Katie, <laughs> but we're going to let them know the facts. You go here today. I was like, <laughs> all right, Derek. All right. <laughs> Aaron, not everything. He was just like over it. 
And he had held it together for so long. I was and I'm just excited to see him just be like, nah, I'm done with this. Like, I don't owe you anything now. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, though, about hmm? the progression of the relationship? Unfortunately, frustrated me quite a bit. Uh, I think I had, at one point I was, I don't remember which episode, but I was yelling, whatever happens, it's on you, Derek. You're still in this. <laughs> so clearly he frustrated me quite a bit. Um, and I... I appreciate his, I think he is like almost a poetic, like he's such a romantic and um, someone out there is going to appreciate that and be happy, but um, clearly that's not the right match. Uh, And then really super quick thing. I still think hanging out with her, Katie would be the, she would be the, best person to hang out with in real life like she seems super fun like i would want to be friends with her i just wouldn't want to date her if that makes any sense and i think she like personality wise and the way she speaks her mind those are all like cool attributes and it's just learning how to mold that and use that the right way is the whole thing Yeah, I was, I had such high hopes from them in the beginning. I felt like they were, you know, a cute match. They both seemed pretty genuine about what they're looking for. Um, Just like I was saying before, I think Katie's expectations for the whole thing, the timing of when she was doing this with her past relationship kind of not fully being over, just, and just her being matched with somebody like Derek, who's perfectly fine person, but just, has that boyishness that I think she really dislikes. Um, I think they could, they hung on to the the chemistry that they had in the beginning, like the honeymoon. They were, I think one of the first couples to like get uh, intimate and, you know, they were all over each other, all about each other. Strong cuddles. Yeah. Just like gushing about each other constantly. And, but then their fights were just as strong, you know? Mm. Um, and so uh, eventually that just wasn't enough to sustain them. And she just could not, get over the ex thing. She couldn't get past the, you know, this is the man I married and I made this commitment, but I just cannot with him (laughs) and I just couldn't get past it. And I I understand why I don't think they should be together. I get that now. And um, I don't know. It's, it's tough when like they seem so promising in the beginning. Cause you're like, Oh, this could actually be something really cool. But once you get into the details of their lives and how they see each other, it's like, that's a lot of stuff to overcome and you have to really want this to spend the time with it, to fix it and make it work for the long run. And they just yeah. weren't down for that. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree with you in the beginning, there seemed to be high hopes. So from what I saw, and I know I really liked that they weren't afraid to, you know, have some disagreements in their relationship because all relationships, all couples right. argue. Mm-hmm. And I was happy to see that we were, getting a couple in this season that wasn't going to be extremely easy, perfect, all happy butterflies all the time and mm-hmm. destruction. On the, you know what I mean? I was happy to see that we had some bit of in between there with Katie and Derek. But mm-hmm. as we got to see more of the arguments, they really did turn into some nasty fights and just just not really being nice to one another anymore and mm-hmm. not really having respect for one another anymore, which I will say, I think, had 
they maybe been a little more open with some of their feelings in their discussions that maybe could have been resolved because I think we saw as this season went on, Katie was just being less and less honest with everyone around her. And so like, for example, with her dad, she'd always say that, you know, it's because Derek's a child, right? But if you're really being fully honest, like that's a really nice excuse when you actually want to be with your ex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit frustrating to see as time went along that they were giving less and less. There was less honesty in their relationship and less respect and just fizzled out very clearly. Mm-hmm. All right. So to recap a little bit what happened with Mika and Michael. Kevin really got into some of the dishonesty that there was dishonesty. I know, right? I, I didn't, I didn't catch it. <laughs> um, but Kevin really got into what Mika was most frustrated about with Michael and his track record of dishonesty, right? And really got into well, this is how she felt, and you know, talking about their relationship as something that really never got off the ground because they couldn't get through this, right? Mm-hmm. So if Michael's first response is, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I was great in the relationship and I don't know why she's uncomfortable and why she's mad. She was the Anyways, past all that, <laughs> past Michael denying it. Mm-hmm. Um, he eventually did apologize and was since it, it seemed like sincere in his apology. And then Mika right back apologized to him about also being a little harsh on him because we saw that as this went on, she was just completely fed up and didn't want to hear his side of the story and whatever he covered. She was like, I, I just don't trust you anymore. I can't really stand to be around you anymore basically and ultimately she also apologized for being too harsh on him mm-hmm. so that was really nice to see mm-hmm. and then when we go to the part where all the couples are together michael's defending brandon as his only really friend on the cast mm-hmm. and mika's going to town <laughs> on mm-hmm. on brandon basically so yeah. they're on again opposite sides of the discussion mm-hmm. and what else is new <laughs> Right. I know it like went from them apologizing to each other and being cordial to the minute they were with the rest of the group. Like the minute that moment had passed, it was back to just like rolling the eyes and being like, well, of course he's going to do this. Of course she's going to do this. And like all this, I mean, I get it. Like if I had to sit on a couch with my ex and, you know, hash out things that have happened and like it, that would be awful. Like who would want to do that? Like all of them are probably, except for Jessica and Austin who are in their little bubble in the corner. <laughs> so like, oh, I got a new ring. But like, <laughs> that's gotta be so weird for them. Yeah. Everyone else is like yeah. broken up and super upset. Austin's face was like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> it's like, y'all okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So it didn't seem like anything really that, and that we haven't talked about already came up with them. It was just like, yeah, he was dishonest. And, um, you know, he cops to it sometimes. Other times he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. But then I feel like so much of the storyline focuses on how Michael lied. Michael lied. And they don't they don't focus at all on how Mika also had things that she didn't do great. Like she didn't... You, <laughs> he asked her to be vulnerable and he asked her to, you know, be more sympathetic when he has these, you know, family issues with um, his uncle passing away. And she just kind of was like, just took the notes and brushed it under the rug and then went right back to the script of Michael's lying. Mm. And so I just, I feel like it wasn't super fair how all the attention was focused on him and his, you know, mistakes Mm. 
mm-hmm. um, and and didn't really they they just seemed to paint the picture of like her as the wronged woman who was put with this lying man who mm-hmm. dragged her through the dirt and gave her this terrible experience and and not really talking about her part in it. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, you. I think you guys have both summed it up. Like nothing new happened in this. Like we, the same thing, the same stories, the same lies. I'm not lying. This, that, like the the montage they did of all his his many lies were kind of funny. Like I gotta give credit to the editors for that. That was, was they had very, fun with that. They did. <laughs> they did. They're like, here's another time. And if you still needed more information, I just want to give you another time where you lied. <laughs> and another. And another. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I think I feel like I should apologize in terms of Mika because um, I think I was a little focused on the way she was treating like that she wasn't giving him a safe place to open up. And I think that was really off-putting to me. But, you know, I think at one point in the show, uh, Dr. Viviana uh, asked her, like, are we seeing the frustrated uh, Mika? And I think that's what's happened overall. It's just we never got to see her real personality. Like we just saw her angry every single time and and – and I think part of that was like, she didn't like him. Part of that was just, I think she felt that she was, she missed out on the experience of the show because she had a partner who wasn't worthy, you know, to her in a way. Um, so I see that. I do think Michael, I know he's the villain in this show. I know everyone hates him. I think he's, I think there's goodness there. I think he's still a good guy. It's just he's dealing with a lot. And this show has shown that. And um, like when we look, when we kind of look over the lies and stuff like that, a lot of them are just stupid, meaningless lies that aren't even worth, you know, like at a certain point, it's like, what's the thing, the root cause of this? Like whether or not you our yoga instructor or you actually go there once a week like what that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things i think it this all came down to just he didn't feel worthy and he felt like he had to embellish himself mm-hmm. to be in a relationship and hopefully with this show he you know learns that you can just be yourself and if the like i think in his head he was worried if he was himself mika would say Oh, I don't want that. Well, that's fine. If she doesn't want you, then you that's you guys aren't for each other, and that's okay. And you can find someone else. Like Mika isn't the only woman in the world, and you're not the only man in the world. That's completely fine. Um, and I'm starting to realize that on the show, like a lot of our conversations were like, "This is a marriage. They need to wait, make it work, and all this type of stuff." This isn't a traditional marriage, like if you know it's not going to work you have in my opinion you have every right to call it off in this experiment so i think mika and michael or at least mika knew relatively early in this that this wasn't going to work call it off like wh- why put yourself through all of this if you know it's not going to work 
Zach and Mindy and also like if you know you can't get over a certain thing, that person's not going to change. Just it's okay. <laughs> yeah, for Mika and Michael, I was surprised they didn't call it off earlier just yeah. because like they were at each other's throats and you want to re be around each other and like then why are you still trying? <laughs> why yeah. wait till decision day? Mm -hmm. Does it matter? Mm -hmm. You're gonna not be together anyways. You don't want to keep trying to make this work. Mm. Um I want to spend some time talking about too, and maybe what we can save this for when we talk about Brandon Taylor, but about the Michael and Brandon dynamic there and how, because Brandon wasn't present at the reunion, which we'll get into later, Michael really had to be his voice. And he felt one pressured on the spotlight that like, I'm speaking for this person who's not here Two, he also touched on the topic of these are the only two black men on the cast. There are, there are the black men around um, but when they're talking about the marriage specifically, it's only them two. And mm -hmm. that also brought an element of pressure there. And there was something that then when he was in that moment, just kind of this pull of, do I defend him? Do I not defend him? What do I do? This is the only other black man that's in one of these five marriages. And, you know. Yeah. Okay. I, th I guess, I think personally, I think it's unfair that they put him in that situation. Um, and also I think it's unfair that they expected him to defend, like when Mika went at one point, she's like, well, of course you're not going to say anything bad. That's your boy. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything bad about him in public. If I have problems with him, I'll talk to him in private. Like, that's not mm -hmm. a bad thing. That's a good thing. That's a <laughs> so I, I just, and you could tell maybe he didn't agree, but he didn't feel comfortable enough talking about a legal matter. And I don't. I I completely understand his feelings on that. And maybe he could have done a better job like walking out. I think he should have set boundaries and said, hey, I don't feel comfortable talking about this. And then when the host, because the host is great at this, so he's going to try again. And when he does, you say, again, he said this earlier, I don't feel comfortable talking about this. And that's it. I think mm -hmm. the walking out, that wasn't necessary, but... He, I, he wasn't in the wrong, in my opinion. No, I don't think so either. I like, it, I don't think it's ever cool to have to speak on someone else's behalf on their life, their choices, their relationship. Mm -hmm. And just because Brandon and Michael had this friendship throughout the show, like we, we saw them, you know, talking with each other a lot about their own relationships, and they didn't do that as much with the other guys. And so I, I get why they would target Michael and try to get some intel. Mm -hmm. But it's like, he's, I think that showed like he has a little bit of a moral compass there where he's like, this is my friend. Mm -hmm. And even though this is a reality TV show, and I'm on a set right now, and y'all are trying to get like, the, you know, dirty details out of me. Um, even though that's what's appropriate for this situation, that that's not cool with me, because that's my friend. And that's not what I would do to somebody who I care about, whether or not I agree with their decisions. Like you can have someone you care about and not agree with their, with their decisions and still not talk shit about them. And like, it just seemed, I, I just really hated how they were so focused on getting intel about Brandon from Michael that they weren't even talking to him about his experience anymore. It was just like, what can you give us about Brandon? Mm -hmm. Not how did you feel when this happened? Or what do you think about this? Or literally anything specific to him, because once they were like, Michael's the liar, then they just shut down. They didn't ask him anything yeah. 
and he, they didn't give him a chance to talk about his experience. And now he has to be the voice for Brandon, who's not even there. Yeah. And like he's sitting right next to Taylor as well, who's the ex-wife of his buddy. Yeah. And so he's between his ex-wife and the ex-wife of his buddy, who are like, it's just, I, I really... I was cringing really hard in those moments because I was like, this isn't okay. This is not okay how they're going after this man. It's just Mm -hmm. not fair. What I thought I noticed in all of that, it became one eventing session for about Brandon. Really, Oh, so true. (laughs) Right. And then also um, there was never really a conversation about actions. It was, well, I've already made up my mind about Michael and about Brandon and about Taylor and everyone on the stage, I would argue almost except for Michael were like, well, I'm going to argue my point because I already don't like him, you know? And so even though I do think that Michael didn't agree with some of Brandon's actions and mm-hmm. um, yeah, he didn't agree with some of them. He was trying to be voice of reason, play devil's advocate. I'm not which one I want to use right now, but all in all saying objectively, this may or may not be how we paint it because we already have a lens of not liking Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing also, I I see him it, because he struggles with honesty. He struggles with that, like almost like confrontation part of being honest, yeah, like being absolutely. fully there with your feelings and your thoughts. And so part of that conversation, Michael was just avoiding a lot of things, which maybe, you know, his way of saying, I don't want to dog someone on stage, but he almost also just didn't want to be honest there either. Mm-hmm. He just didn't want to play like objectively speaking, this is what happened and this this is where he went wrong and this is where he maybe didn't go wrong. Mm-hmm. And so afraid of being honest, yeah. afraid of being you know, fully out there and also not trying to talk poorly was like... What do you guys think about Mika and Michael, the relationship over the course of these 15,000 episodes we've just watched? How many? 17? Long season. <laughs> Uh, Mabel, what do you think about them, the course of the whole season? Um, I felt like it was just hard to watch after a certain point. At yeah. first, they were my favorite couple. I loved their you know, strength, and Mika's a very driven and strong individual. Mm-hmm. I liked that about the relationship. And then it just quickly died. And I was just like, it just started to become painful. Neither of the two want to even try anymore. Neither cares about the other person, really. And it's just, oh, please yeah. just change the channel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I also, um, in the beginning, I was really rooting for them. Like, they just, on paper, they looked perfect. Um, and, uh, yeah, Mika, Michael was saying all the right things, and, and Mika was really cool. And I was like, this is, this is going to be great. They've got, I think they have a home run here. And, um, what was that episode two? <laughs> it went downhill from there. And um, I will give them credit. They did not quit. They definitely tried to make it work. Uh, they probably should have quit, but they definitely tried. Um, and uh, I will also say, I think they will both learn from this experience quite a bit, uh, probably Michael more, like he, he needs to learn about himself a lot more. So I think he's definitely going to, to learn um, that he needs to, he can love himself more. And I appreciate that uh, uh, Mika was a, such a good friend to some of the different people. Like I, 
anytime she was dealing with other uh, cast members, she seemed amazing and like super smart and insightful. And um, so there's a lot of good there. Uh, it's unfortunate they didn't work out, but probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like them so much in the beginning. I mm -hmm. also felt like they were a really good pair. Like they were going to do really well. Obviously we didn't know about the, the, the different hangups that they were going to run into. Um, and especially how quickly things fell apart for them. It was like literally on the plane ride to their honeymoon and it just went downhill from there. Like yeah. that was kind of it. So it was, it was really hard to watch them because it was just this cycle of kind of being okay. And then having, uh, you know, some misinformation come out, Michael mm -hmm. lying or his exaggerated truths or whatever. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they kind of resolve it and then it just ends up with another one. And at a certain point it was just like, I understand that y'all are just going to try because this is a marriage and you believe in marriage and take it seriously. But Yikes, they really could have pulled the plug a little bit earlier on it. And I think would have both been a lot happier. Um, so, yeah, I think that they're going to hopefully be able to take some of the things they learned from that relationship into their next one and and be happier and better. Hopefully not marrying them at first sight so they can <laughs> do it a little bit. <laughs> Build some trust, you know, yeah. hang out a little bit, go on some yeah. fun dates, not have it be so serious. Um, so, yeah, I wish them both the best. I just think they weren't really a great pair for each other. So mm. it's... You know, that's what it is.